Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. All right, I'm so excited today to welcome to the Manifestor Academy for, Entre with, for Entrepreneurs, our first Aussie guest, our first guest from the other side of the world, Blair O'Hara. And I'm excited to hear about your new program and how you arrived at offering this. I love that you talk about helping people let it go and letting go tell me what you're up to tell me about your program okay well first of all i'd like to thank you for having me on your podcast this is about a month in the making since we are caught up at the event in nashville uh and i'm very happy to be wearing your manifesto tea as we record <laughs> this uh i think i'm the most southern person in the world that has this shirt so i'm very honored for that you are so, <laughs> very comfortable tea i recommend anyone should uh should look into it um but and it's got good vibes i like good vibes good so, yeah so um yes yeah, so the let it go challenge that i've just started is kind of a combination of everything essential that i've learned over probably the past five years in terms of how to make myself feel better so my personal story in a nutshell was going through um you know a marriage breakup and a family breakup um three years ago three four years ago and that affected me really deeply so um and i really wanted to get out of that all those awful feelings which i think most people can relate to no matter what kind of circumstances they found themselves in. You get to a point where there's a lot of emotional pain and it just feels like it's a it turns into a physical pain. And so this was so tangible for me that I just had to keep finding ways to get this pain out because it was so uncomfortable. And, you know, all of the things that I tried that were kind of mainstream per se, um, you know, going to your vices, were not helpful. They weren't, they weren't, they were providing some short-term benefit, short-term relief, but they weren't uh, making any long-term benefit. So I started down this road of discovery, of learning things, trying things, talking to people, um, until it finally kind of started shifting out. And then once I started to make a breakthrough, it was like, oh, this is really good. I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more. So, and now it's come full circle. So I've got to a point where I've got all these, I call it like a toolkit. 
toolkit of things that I can, I can pull out at any time to make myself feel better in any number of ways. And, you know, what I've also begun to understand is how damaging just everyday stress is on our bodies and on our minds. And it really affects our long-term health. And it's something that goes along in the background that most people, because it's so normal to be stressed in this day and age that we don't really pay enough attention to it. And so what the Let It Go Challenge is about is, is creating a really simple, gentle daily practice to help us remedy that, to try and re-establish our feeling of, of security and calm every day. And because something happens every day that throws us off and it can be little things. It can be someone cutting off in traffic. It could be your child crying late at night. It could be something bad that you've eaten. It could be a comment somebody's made that's upset you. It could be any number of little tiny things that, that will just sit in the body and won't move until you kind of process them out again. And so this stress is uh, something I want to address with all the things that I've learned and try to help people kind of create a practice that will help them a provide some short-term relief, but also create long-term health benefits, which is, uh, which is what everybody wants, right? Yeah. I like how you just describe it as a feeling. You want it to feel better and it's that simple, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, our emotions are so heavily tied to our thoughts. So when we think a certain thought, it's almost always triggering some kind of emotion in the body. And this was the other breakthrough kind of idea that I had, Michelle, was that my issues couldn't be logically worked through. I couldn't outthink the the pain that was kind of sitting inside my body it wasn't working i kind of got things conceptually like I, I i get letting go i get being in the present moment but that wasn't enough it wasn't enough to change my body so i had to work out how the feelings part worked as well um and as as a man that's not often taught to, to, to men. I think it comes more naturally to women to feel and to process emotions socially for guys. It's not, it's, it's just not, doesn't happen that way generally. So yeah. So the feelings part became where I had to get more educated about and how we kind of work those emotions out of the body is kind of the, was the breakthrough. I, I realized this was now the project. It wasn't my mind that had to be fixed although that's a big part of it. It was the body as well that had to, to go through a change. And so getting those feelings, feeling the feelings and then allowing them to being okay with feelings, being there was a part of it. So personally, what, what my issue was, Michelle, was I had this knot in my stomach and it was like, it was like a headache a permanent headache in my stomach. Like it was just pain that wouldn't go away. And this was a daily thing. And so obviously, and this, this pain sat in my stomach for almost two years. So you can imagine just wake up and you got this pain in your stomach. You're like, Oh, here we go again. Another day of this. And, you know, I was very active physically running. Um, 
And so that helped, that did help, uh, but still it wasn't enough to make it go away. Um, so I had to, another kind of epiphany was right. Well, and what helped cause change was like, okay, pain, I'm cool with you. You just sit there. We'll just be friends. I'll just let you hang out. If you want to hang out, I'll let you hang out. And that kind of surrender actually settled it down. It kind of loosened it up. So I wasn't right fighting it anymore. And, and somehow that kind of opposite, um, maybe counterintuitive way of going about it was actually what was going to start to help it. Um, so yeah, absolutely. The feelings part is something that can be scary, can be scary, but also where you're going to make the biggest breakthroughs because a lot of our issues stem from feelings that have been trapped in the body. And part of what we do in the program in the let it go challenge is to help try and unwind that and release it. And once you release it, then the body goes, I feel so good again. Right. And then the body and the mind are constantly speaking. So it's no good if the mind's just sending messages, you're good, you're good, you're good. That helpful. That is good. But the body has to respond as well. The body has to go, yes, I am actually good. You're not, you're not just trying to feed me a story here. This is actually, you know, we're on the same page now. And that's really what you want. What's your take on those feelings arriving and do you see those as a prompt to change or a result of something like describe what, like your take on that. Okay. So our feelings are going to, our thoughts and emotions are, are part something that we're never going to um, ever not have. Okay. So, you know, I'm a meditation teacher and one thing that we're taught very early is, there's an ideal state of, of, they call it no mind, which is kind of no thoughts coming in, but that's biologically impossible. So even the Buddha, someone of his level of enlightenment, he still had thoughts coming in, right? So this is not the goal of meditation. The meditation goal is to, to calm us um, and be able to manage our minds, not so much just stop thoughts. Okay. That's unrealistic. Um, and the same goes with feelings and emotions. So once a feeling enters the body, then um, you have to just be okay with it being there. And yeah, there is a, you know, not all emotions are, are bad. Like there's, it's sometimes categorized that emotions fit into like that. We've got good emotions like happiness and joy and bad emotions like, anger and shame and guilt but sometimes the what we call negative emotions are actually quite useful in society so if if we didn't feel feelings of guilt then people would just go around stealing stuff from other people all the time it'd be totally um chaotic society so there's some some of these feelings actually help us in our you know in our environment in our society and how we re we relate to people better sometimes because of those feelings so, but what we need to understand and where the problems come is that emotions don't last that long in the body. What keeps emotions in the body are the thoughts that replay the emotions. And so what will change in your, in your 
biological chemistry is um, your thoughts will trigger your cells to release a certain type of chemical. And, and if you keep repeating the same thought and that chemical is being constantly produced, then the body will start to adjust because the body always wants to be in balance. So if you're stimulating a condition of discomfort, the body will actually try and work with you to fix it. So where we get into trouble is when the body gets addicted to um, emotional chemicals that aren't healthy. And this is why it's so hard for people to change their ways because um, the thoughts don't do enough anymore. It's like this chemical reaction that's been so heavily hardwired into the into our systems that the body wants it. And once the body wants it, then it's really hard to undo what the body wants. So, um, so in terms of emotions, it's A, it's okay for them to be there. Um, but we have to, we just have to let them flow. You know, you probably heard the, the term emotion, like um, emotions should flow through the body. And when we get sick, it's often because, um, and this, and it happened for me, like manifest physically, the, the flow of emotion somewhere in the body's got stuck. And so where we've got ailments, it's oftentimes the case that we have an emotional blockage just as much as we have a physical um, issue. So what we want to do is accept all the emotions that come, but don't judge them. Like when we add judgment to them, that's again a function of the mind that makes things more hard to deal with. Um, so there's a lot of things. There's not a, it's a very complex kind of area. There's a lot of things going on in the body that we don't control. Um, and so we have to bring it back to things that we can control. Um, but we have to trust that our body knows what's best for us. And, and so when things are coming through, it's, it's the best just to let them be not attach any judgment to them. Just let them be. If it makes you cry, cry. If it makes you want to laugh, laugh. Um, sometimes we, we have these ideas of how we should be and it's counteractive to counterintuitive to what the body actually wants. So we just have to get back in touch with being okay with whatever is coming up for us and yeah, and not attaching any labels or judgment to it because that's a big part of the problem. So you talked about that knot that you had in your stomach. Um, why do you think that it got to feel like that? That's a good question. So the stomach is related to your, your kind of your ego center, your control, your power, your willpower. Um, and so what and your, your egos attach your identity. And so for me, the, the issue I had was my identity was going into breakdown. So my identity was family, you know, marriage, family, kids, that whole piece. And so when that started to unravel, um, my, I, my identity was falling apart. And so I think that that manifested in my stomach, this kind of energetic center, which kind of um, guides that was now 
under massive attack like my ego that identity was was under massive attack so it was starting to um resist that it didn't want that so that resistance to this change was what was um which is what was causing the pain in my stomach um that was kind of it in a nutshell um, and so until i started to accept the circumstances that I was finding myself in. And then because it was, because I'd, because I'd resisted this idea for, for so long and so hard, like I probably, if I had to think about it, I'd probably resist this. I probably thought it over a thousand times a day, like in the, in the kind of breakout period, I was like, no, this can't be happening. No, this can't be happening. No, this can't be happening. So I was probably having that thought, definitely hundreds of times a day for weeks, maybe months on end. So those, that repetitive thought was just sending that message. This is not happening. And the body was like, yeah, I agree. This is not happening. And we'll resist this because you're telling us to resist this. And so this is where, this is just where it sits in the body. Um, um, yeah. So that's, that's why it, it affected that area more than others. And um, yeah, it's a powerful area in the stomach and it affected my digestion. So in that period I started getting kind of, you know, my digestion was really bad. Um, I was getting cramps after eating, like it was turning into kind of uh, bowel syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome. I started to think I was having that. So all these symptoms started to manifest right in that area. And now I don't have any digestive problems. I um, have no tension in that part of my stomach at all. Um, and, and now I can kind of see why, but it's not obvious. That's not an obvious connection to make. But as I've started to learn more about energy and how energy affects our body, um, these things actually make more sense. So you learned, you went through your own process of letting that pain go and that led to you developing kind of where you're at now with this program where you're teaching others yeah for sure so let me tell you a little story um i was in thailand on a retreat um probably 15 months ago it was uh the end of 2017 the start of 2018 over that period and this kind of retreat, it was in Thailand and I was doing a lot of yoga and meditation. It was really a, a turning point, like a tipping point for me because I'd kind of released all this pain. And on that retreat, um, you know, there was 20 other people from Melbourne and we're all there. Um, most of the people we didn't know, we, you know, started to get to know each other. But, um, but they were commenting like, Blair, you look so like radiant, like you look so um, happy. And I was happy. I was like really happy. Like I'd kind of gone through all the crap and now I was coming out the other side. And so then we were exploring this town in, in Thailand called Chiang Mai. It's kind of an ancient, one of the ancient uh, cities there. And they've got all these beautiful temples and all over this, all over the city. And so I was, I was in this one, I was actually at the biggest temple uh, in the city and they had this garden with all these sayings, like these Buddhist sayings scattered around the, the garden. And, you know, and what was weird, because I was, I was, again, in a really happy state, really happy. 
okay and i'm just loving life and there's people everywhere uh got no concerns in the world and then i'm reading these sayings and then all of a sudden i started to get really emotional like really emotional and i started to come tear up i'm like why why am i doing this i'm really happy i don't like this just stuff and i kind of just went with it and my intuition was saying like you're being really selfish you're actually being really selfish now because you've gained all this knowledge and you're only using it on yourself i was like well but that was what i needed at the time (laughs) (laughs) i needed to get better i was focused on myself but now it was like well you're being selfish now that you've got these kind of tools uh, and ways of improving yourself to keep it to yourself it's wrong so it's like oh okay well let's let's start to share them and so over the course of the last 12 months i've been involved in kind of locally you know men's groups here like i mentor a young you know autistic boy um you know doing a lot of community work to actually give some of this stuff back um in a non kind of um business capacity just from a a giving capacity and now i kind of realize that this space is where i actually want to be um you know for for my work because i want to develop more of these skills and be able to enhance them and so and so um so the let it go challenge in the program is like my first go at putting together the best and the most simple things from what I've learned um, and putting it into a structure where people can start from the very most basic thing. Um, Because what's really important is building momentum and building like a daily practice that's consistent. You know, it's no good going for a saying, yeah, I'm going to get really fit. And this is my year of getting fit. And you go for like a 10 kilometer, say a 10 mile jog, and you get back home and you're exhausted and you're too stiff and you're too achy to jog for another two weeks, you give up. So this is the same thing with kind of a, you know, a practice where uh, you want to improve your health. You want, uh, I'm starting people from stuff that they will actually think this is so easy. This is, this is too easy. I, I, I'm, I can do more, but what we're going to build is a bit of a snowball effect. So we're going to start with things people can, do really, really easily. And then we're going to build that up, build that up the next day, the next day. So after three weeks, it goes for 21 days, you're going to have a a nice little solid practice that hopefully has built enough momentum without any real challenges that someone can continue throughout their, you know, they can easily fit it into their daily life. And once you keep doing that, the benefits just start to manifest more and more and more. So that's kind of how I got started that's the little backstory into how we got to the let it go challenge part and also um, how the let it go challenge is going to work for people. I think that it's great, but I remember too that you told me a couple stories about people that you know that are, you know, maybe on a path that they have never sort of let things go. And you described the state of their health, friends of yours or something like that. Um, Talk a little bit about if you don't, you know, what's the difference between people who have the wisdom about letting go versus those who are just compounding with interest, maybe their stress. 
Yeah. Can you remember any, I've just had a, a bunch of people pop into my head. Is there anyone that you remember? I remember you talking about someone that I think you went golfing with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a family member of mine who I see probably, you know, once a year or so, um, has a very successful job. Um, everything in his life is what you would say really great, like successful, healthy, healthy outlook, you know, great family, um, you know, finances are really secure. Um, and you know, holds a really high position in his, in his company. And so we were playing golf and he's a happy guy. Like, you know, you didn't know that anything's affecting him. And he had kind of a skin lesion on his leg that was quite big. It was probably the size of, you know, the palm of your hand, like quite a big kind of lesion. I don't know exactly what it was on his skin. And I said, what's that? Is that some kind of skin issue? And he said, no, it's just stress. And I was like, whoa, that really hit me before I kind of, this was before I kind of started to understand how this all manifests in the body. Um, and when I think back, you know, I think when stuff like that is manifesting in the body, it's like being dehydrated. Like if you dehydrated, you, you, you haven't had enough water. Um, that's the sign that you're already past the point of, of, of being dehydrated. So he's, he's, he's probably suffering from chronic stress uh, from his, from his work. And this is not uncommon because, you know, in the corporate world, people are working, you know, way past eight hours a day, you know, it's 12 to 15 hours a day. They, they're going to bed, they're saying hi and bye to their wife and kids, and then they're getting up and doing it all again day after day, weeks, you know, sometimes weekends. And the balance is way, way off. Um, so, his stress has got to the point where it's, if it's manifesting on the outer, you've got really big problems on the inner. Okay. And what we do to get through those is drinking alcohol. Um, that's the main one. Uh, but you know, any kind of vices that help us kind of release short term hits of dopamine and uh, serotonin um, is what people are going for to give that quick fix. But, it doesn't work. It does. It doesn't work. So, uh, someone like him would be greatly benefit would benefit greatly from a daily, a really short daily practice that would help him kind of reset every day. So when things come up in your day, it just doesn't set you off like it otherwise does. That was the biggest thing when I started developing my daily practice. I was in situations again that would be like stressful but then the stress wasn't there anymore. I was like, well, hang on, this person's saying this, they said this to me last year and I was really upset. So why are they doing this now? And I'm not upset. So this is the kind of difference like a, a meditative type of practice can, can make in your life. But yeah, I see people all the time, Michelle, that have uh, stress <clears throat> that is so chronic and they're buried so deep in it they can't see the the trees from the forest anymore it's just part of their day and you know they gain weight they um <clears throat> you know they're irritable um you know they their relationships start to break down um it's just the problem is our society is so conditioned for stress to be normal 
and it's really, really unhealthy. And we all, all go back to the same vices to get our, to get better, but it's just, it's, it's, it's not healthy. It's just really, really not healthy. So his, um, situation struck a chord with me because I use a family member. So someone I care about, someone I've known my whole life. Um, but B, he lives kind of like the perfect life. Like he's got it all, but there is a, there is a, um, there is a side effect to that. That's really damaging his, his health and his well-being. And you just don't know how this is going to play out. People in high stress jobs <clears throat> can have, um, it can come unstuck you know, earlier than you want it to, like in your forties and fifties, like people can, you know, pass away from, you know, heart attack and, um, strokes and things like that. And then the quality of your life is, 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 is poor if you're managed to, you know, if, if you're still kind of with it. So it's an area I think that's going to become more and more, um, talked about because people are starting to wake up to the fact that stress is toxic. Um, and it's no good under any circumstance. We can tolerate it, but we can't be in a state of stress day in, day out. It's very, very bad for our health. Well, thank you for outlining it the way that you have. Um, and I guess the audience now knows about your challenge. You wanna tell them like when the first challenge is gonna kick off and how they might find it? Sure. Okay, so we're kicking off with the first of the month. So April 1st is our starting day. That's a Monday. And we've got a website where you can go to. It's very simple. All the information's on there. It's just letitgochallenge.com. You won't see any references to Frozen or Anya or Disney <laughs> films. Nothing to do with that. Uh, we've got a group on Facebook, Let It Go Challenge. So if you start just looking on Facebook for Let It Go Challenge and our website, like all the information's there. Um, you get three weeks of coaching from me every day. Um, and then there's going to be a live Facebook group every day as well. So there's two points of contact every day, um, plus worksheets and things for people to follow every day. So it's a really, um, easy to do program. Um, there are no, there's nothing that people will find difficult in this program at all. <clears throat> Although we'll really find is, um, things that they probably overlooked as simple um, exercises can start to create benefit with momentum. And that's what we're trying to create in the program is just a really healthy daily short practice that improves your health and gets you happy again. Um, so yeah, we're on Facebook. Uh, I also run another podcast, which I'd love to have you on Michelle as a guest of mine too, called the daily scrub. So that talks about, um, stress and how we can try and process stress every day. Um, but yeah, let it go. Challenge.com is the website and uh, we're starting in 11 days from now. Uh, and I'd love to get, uh, people to take part and, and get something out of the experience because it's a, it is an experience. You're doing things that will create an experience for you. And hopefully you find that it's a really enjoyable experience that you want to keep going. So I will include those links too in the details um, so that people can find you no matter what. And if for some reason someone re retroactively listens to the podcast after it is launched, should I, should they go to those links and find out what's next or where's the best place for them to hang out with you? 
Yeah, I think what we're going to do is run this every month. So we're going to kick it off on the first of the month every month. So if you if you're listening uh, in April, we'll kick one off on the first of May or the next month. So um, that's our intention. And um, so yeah, just go to the website, and if you've missed you know the start of the month, then you can pick it up on the, in the next month. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners about what we talked about that you haven't shared yet? Um, well, I could go into this. This topic is really fascinating. Um, and I just, I think the one thing we want to be more vigilant about is, is the thoughts that come into our mind and how we manage those thoughts. And we really need to look at that as a project that we need to take on with seriousness because what's going through our, our thoughts is going to affect our health in a, in a very significant way. And it can tip one way or the other. It can tip into a way that's really, really healthy, really, really positive where um, life unfolds just beautifully. And there's another way that tips where things start to go wrong. Things are very bad and you, and the body will start to deteriorate. Uh, and it just comes back to, again, a practice and a, and a vigilance that um, we're all often always looking to the external world to fix us. But the beauty of what we all have is the ability to look after ourselves. And it's something that we don't often do. We often look after our pets better than we look after ourselves. I know you've got a bunch of cats so that get a plenty of love from you, Michelle. But it's something that we need to, everybody's health is really important, not only to themselves, but to their relationships and to their community. So acting as the, almost like a traffic cop in your mind, like, yes, thought, you can come in. No thought, you're not, you're not staying. There's a red light for you, go, go that way. So we just need to be really aware of what's coming into our, our minds, the, pro, the inputs that we're receiving and, and being kind of, really, as I said, vigilant and deliberate about how we go about um, being in control of that because there's so much manipulation in the world with marketing and advertising and news and things like that where they're trying to dictate to us how we should be thinking and feeling. But the beauty of being a human being is that our, our bodies are the most magnificent piece of technology that you're ever going to own, okay? There's stuff that goes on in our bodies that you could never buy with... Mark Zuckerberg's money. You just can't. So we need to really look after it and uh, being in charge of our, our mind is a really important part of that. So um, don't watch the news. That's my tip for the day. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's usually bad. Uh, so listen to more of podcasts like yours and, you know, your Instagram is full of, you know, positive, uh, uh, helpful things that people can do as well. So, um so I really get benefit out of listening to your, your stories as well, Michelle. It's really good to uh, follow your, your stuff too. Thank you. Thanks so much. And I'm, and I'm glad you're following them. And I, and I have listened to your podcast and I like um, how accessible the, the tips are that you give. So, well, thank you so much for sharing with the audience. I hope they really like it. Um, Hey guys listening, if you jump on to Blair's challenge, like let me know what you think about it. Go on Instagram, DM me, um, tell me how cool you think it is because I'd love to know how much you like my guests. I like them, but it really matters if you guys like them to me. So thank you, Blair. Thanks, Michelle.
Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson dot com is the website.